Hi, we're Judy here with Brother Batra, Perak Aleph Mishnah Vav. This is the final Mishnah in this Perak, and it really brings a chunk of what we've discussed to its ultimate conclusion, which is the question of two people who jointly own something, and they, at what point could someone force a division? But as we'll see at the end of the Mishnah, if they both want to divide, that's fine. If neither want to divide, there's no reason to talk about it. But what happens if one of them says, I don't want to be in partial ownership with you anymore, I want to break this up. So when can something be broken up? If two neighbors share a courtyard, you can't force the other person that you want to divide up the courtyard between you unless each of you will get a normal amount, four amot, four square amot. So an amot is a foot and a half to two feet. So four amot is basically six to eight feet by six to eight feet. Uh, so if there's that much land, we say, okay, then that can be divided. But if it's less than that, you can't force the other person to divide if they don't want to. You can say that you want to buy them out, you can offer, you can work with them, you can cajole, you can do whatever you want, but you can't make them. And a field, you can't force the division of a field that was jointly owned until each of you would get nine kabin. Now, a kav is a measure of volume. What it means is nine kabin worth of seeds could be planted. So depending what's planted in that in that field, but you kind of know the area that it takes to plant one kav worth of wheat kernels or something like that, uh, of barley. So... How much would it take, how much land would you need that each of you would have the area of planting nine kabin worth of seeds? Rabbi disagrees and says it's actually nine half kabin on each side, so four and a half uh, four and a half kavim worth of grain. Uh, question whether, you know, what exactly the disagreement's about. Is it different kinds of soil? Uh, different things that are being planted? Probably different soil. But the point being, uh, how much is a useful piece of land? Fine. Veloitagina, ba. When it comes to a garden, now we're not talking about a wheat field, but rather let's, or a grain field, but rather let's say a vegetable garden. So you don't need as much space, and the seeds can be closer together, and it's still considered fruitful. So as long as each person is getting a portion of the vegetable garden that's enough to plant a half cob, half cob of seeds, that's considered to be significant and divisible. Less than that, you can't force someone. Kivas is actually, it's a quarter cob of seeds. Okay, and now we get to a list of other things that uh, that might be owned by two people and divided. Lo, it's a trachlin. A trachlin is a, an auditorium, a hall, a, a large space. Lo, it's a moron. Not so clear what a moron is. It may be some sort of a, uh, a like a tower of sorts. Lo, it's a shovach. Shovach is a, a dovecote. It's a place where um, you keep doves. You can go to like Beit Guvrin if you've been near the Beit Shemesh area. It has a huge dovecote. It's a very famous, uh, interesting archaeological site. So a dovecote, you, you both own this area together and you own the doves together and you want to split them. Uh, or let's say you own a talus. It could be a talus. It could also just be a garment of any sort, a blanket, who knows. Let's say two people jointly own a bathhouse. A bathhouse is a place where one would uh, soak and work with... Um, uh, no, so betabad is for is for pressing oil. It's an, an, an olive press. Uh, so there's also presses for um, for soaking linens and things like that. But this is an olive press. What's the what's the idea? All these things. It has to be that when you divide it up, it's still useful. So you have a very big talus. 
you could divide it, and then each of you would get a useful smaller talus. You put some strings on the sides. Uh, if you have a big olive press and you split it, and now it'll be useful to each of you. It's a big dove coat, so each of you will have a certain number of doves or whatnot. Um, if you have a big auditorium and you can make two smaller auditoriums, so okay, as long as it's something useful. Zehaklal, this is the rule. Anything that if you divide it, it is still it. Literally, its name is still on it. It's still called a hall. It's just a smaller hall. It's still called a dovecoat. It's still called a garment. It's just a smaller one. So long as it still retains its name, the division hasn't now so fundamentally changed it or altered it or made it useless that it has vitiated its entire... Uh, nature of its existence. So if you haven't crossed that line, then Chokim, you can divide. V'imlav, but no, if dividing it is now going to make it not it anymore, and Chokim, uh, then you can't divide. I would think, uh, think about things that are mechanical. If you divide an airplane in half, it's not an airplane anymore. It can't fly. So that's not going to be divisible by two partners. It's not going to work like that. Eimatai, when is all this? That's when both of them don't want to divide it. But if, if both of them want it, if people say, I don't mind that it's very small, I'm really happy to have this half. I want half an airplane. I want half this tiny field. Then okay, you can do what you want. The Kitfei Kodesh is the exception when it comes to Tanakh. So you have bound, uh, you know, copies uh, or scrolls of Tanakh. Even though both people want to divide it, you still shouldn't divide it because it's not respectful. You know, someone says, listen, I never really liked the latter, uh, the latter prakim of Shmuel. So why don't I take the earlier prakim and you'll take the later prakim? I didn't really care for part of Devarim. No, it doesn't work like that. It's one safer, it's meant to be together, and it's not respectful to it to break it up and give each person part.